1-800-BETS-OFF. The Iowa Hawkeyes men's basketball back in action tomorrow night when they host Eastern Illinois. The Hawkeyes women with a matinee tomorrow. They'll host Dartmouth in a 2 o'clock tip at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Today, a 4 o'clock start for Drake against unbeaten Mississippi State and Lincoln in the battle in the vault. The Masters announced qualifying standards for the 2023 tournament will allow at least 16 players currently on the Live Tour to be part of the field at Augusta. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday get two for one on the best wings in town. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. We are with you here uh, until, uh, well, just before 1 o'clock. Bottom of the hour, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com on the NFL. Right now, let's talk college football. He is our friend Bill Bender from the Sporting News. He joins us as we talk college football. Bill, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Bill Bender? Compliments of the season, sir. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing well. Did you, did you, how did your Heisman vote do? Did you pick the winner? I never look at it that way. I mean, I voted for the guy that won it. Um, but, I mean, Caleb Williams deserved it. He yeah. was the best playmaker in the second half of the season. His stats were unreal. Helped lead the Trojans turnaround. But, you know, like, I, I guess to answer your question, I, I remember one year I voted for Tua and Kyler won it. I still think I was right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got, you got to say something for that to, uh, in your favor, no doubt. So, yeah, but you know, it was a yeah. There's a it's 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 an honor to do that. I mm-hmm. know. I always tell people it's it's the most important award, the most prestigious award in a lot of ways. And you know, let's let's celebrate Caleb Williams. And I do think this year was a little bit tougher because there wasn't a clear cut like Joe Burrow guy where it takes you five seconds to vote because you know he's the winner. Makes a lot of sense. And breaking it down in the fashion, we were talking about Keenan Reynolds a little bit earlier from Navy, what, four, five, six years back, and and getting to the Heisman ceremony. It is an award that still matters in the lexicon of sport and what we talk about. But, Bill, you've seen it. It just, it's not at the same level. It just, it doesn't have the same buzz. TV numbers continue to go down, even in this season where it felt like there was at least maybe a little bit of intrigue going into it. Is this going to go the way of all the other awards where ultimately the Heisman Trophy just becomes ESPN puts together their award ceremony and that's just the last one, the one that they put at the end? I mean, is that the way that we're heading with the Heisman or there can there be some kind of renaissance with this award? No, I, I still think it's still a big deal and it still gets a lot of attention. And, you know, it's one of those things where um, – I enjoy it. I I still think it's the most prestigious individual award across any sports because it's the most iconic trophy. I like. I don't know what the NFL MVP trophy looks like. I don't know That's what true. the Cy Young trophy looks like. Yeah. So to me, it'll. I know the circumstance around the show isn't for everybody. I actually enjoyed. I don't watch it every year, but I watched it this year and I enjoyed it. So. There's no harm in enjoying that uh, event. It was pretty cool. What uh, uh, bowl game, uh, non-New Year's Six, are you most looking forward to and why? Oh, I mean, there's so many good. I like Notre Dame and uh, South Carolina. I think there's a lot of those teams we'll be talking about a lot with you guys mm-hmm. in the offseason about yep. which team could take that next step. Um, Penn State-Utah will be fun. I always enjoy 
see if Utah can finish what they started last year in the Rose Bowl. Um, I enjoyed watching Frank Gore Jr. run all over the place. Wasn't that something? My gosh. That was wild. He was amazing. One of the most surprising stories as we see the opt-outs is yesterday from Alabama. Bryce Young. Good to see. And Will Anderson Jr. are going to play not a college football playoff game Mm -hmm. and a game that is a glorified exhibition. You haven't seen this. And it's something, is this a one-off? Is this couple of guys at Alabama have done all the right things, won a ton of accolades, and are still going to be incredibly high draft picks and saying, let's go out there one final time. Is this a potential of a shift, or are you just looking at this more of a one-off? Two guys maybe built a little differently. Yeah, they they definitely – I don't mind it. I remember not too long ago we were up in arms because Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey were yep. skipping the bowl game. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's I've always said it's their decision. You know what, and I kind of like it because last year, but it's just built in for people that don't agree with it. Because last year, I always point out to that, Matt Corral sprained his ankle and people act like he was <laughs> having a career-ending injury. Yeah. Sprained his ankle. Right. So if they want to play in the game, that's up to them. The Jalen Smiths and Jake Butts, those are very few and far in between. And, and yes, they could happen, but they don't happen that often. Uh, your thoughts on Deion Sanders taking the Colorado job, and uh, how quickly, if you believe he will, uh, will it, uh, does it take before Colorado? Who do they not open against Nebraska? I think they do. And, no, they got TCU in the opener. Okay, in Nebraska. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so, how quickly uh, does he get a Colorado back? That's a big question. And what people I, I've been kind of using the phrase like people have had their mind made up on Deion since he was playing cornerback for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. So it's not like if Dion goes 10-2, and two, the haters are going to go, oh, I love Dion. That, that's not going to happen, right? So I think a realistic expectation for year one is right on their win total. If they, if they went 6-6, six and six, that'd be a successful season. If they went 5-7, and seven, I think it would be a successful season. I just think other people won't. And if you look at their schedule, you mentioned they play, they play them all. They play all the Pac-12 heavy hitters next year, so Ugh. it's not going to be an easy season. Talking with Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Bill, uh, another thing I had on my list for you is the All-American Award. So, big deal this year. Jack Campbell, again, becomes a consensus All-American. And one of the lists that is considered kind of to become a consensus All-American is the Sporting News list. So, how does that come together for you guys, your staff over there? How big of a part are you of that? And, boy, this has got to be a big feather in your guys' cap. Still in today's day and age, being part of that group that puts these guys when they're considered a consensus All-American. Well, I can tell you there wasn't too much talk about Jack. He was an easy choice. <laughs> yeah, um, right. That was like he's penciled in. He had a fantastic year. He's one of the best linebackers I've ever seen in the Big Ten. So credit to him. Wow. Um, it's fun. It's, it, we have a lot of the panel. We have some meetings. We have some arguments. I, I always really struggle with the day that we release it because I know there's always one or two that I know the fan bases are coming after me. But <laughs> at the end of the day, for the two teams we do in a publication that, again, it's something I take seriously because we've been doing it since 1942, which wow, to me is just awesome that, that a publication can say they still do it. So not always perfect, but I know we had two Iowa guys on there, didn't we? We had Kayvon on there yes. as well. Kayvon Merriweather. Uh, Bill, what, uh, which coaching hire didn't you understand? Satterfield to Cincinnati. Mm. That was one that I get some of the logic because, you know, they are going to the Big 12, but this is a program that 
has hired D'Antonio, Brian Kelly, and Luke Fickle, like guys that went on to become superstars at the next level. So uh, maybe they just wanted to hire a Power 5 guy that, that wanted to get out of Louisville because it just wasn't working. Um, that one, it was a little bit of a head-scratcher, though, because I thought there were some candidates that were coordinator types that could kill it at that job. College football playoff, that is ultimately what it's become. And when we get to the 12-team playoff, it'll diminish these bowl games even more and more. But in the here and now, four teams will play better chance of an upset. TCU or Ohio, or Ohio State pulling off the upset in the semifinal round? Uh, I've been asked this question so many times, <laughs> I just don't know how to answer it. Because I think Ohio State has the better chance because they have more talent. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm weary of... You know, does TCU get in that game, let it hang loose, get out to an early lead, and make Michigan change who they are? Because that's their best bet to do it. Um, play kind of like Maryland did against Michigan this year. So, the one thing, I, I do think the Wolverines are going to win, and I do think Georgia's going to win. I just no. don't. One of the things I keep telling people is, like, it's in Atlanta, but if you don't think that the, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is going to have a lot of Buckeye fans in it, you haven't seen that team travel. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, it just struck me the way Trent posed the question: a bigger chance for Ohio State's an underdog. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just unheard of uh, that 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 is the case. So is Georgia in your mind? Make make a case that Georgia doesn't win that that uh, they do get picked off either in the semi because I I hate to say it, Bill. I think it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to repeat. I hope I'm wrong, or, or if they do repeat, I hope it's you know last second type fashion because I just think they're better than the other three schools. I don't see a way that TCU beats them. I'll be honest about that one. But, I mean, for Ohio State, if they get some big plays early with Marvin Harrison and kind of make it a game like the Sugar Bowl against Alabama was, where nobody gave Ohio State a chance to win that one, it could happen. Rematch with Michigan, this is a different Michigan team. I mean, I think Michigan isn't as limited against Georgia because of J.J. McCarthy. And if J.J. McCarthy has a huge game, I mean, it's just – it's a very good Georgia team. Don't get me wrong. And, yes, I'm going to pick them to win it like everybody else. But they're also a Georgia team that was pushed by Missouri. And, and they lost a lot of those NFL guys. So, you know, yeah. High State has enough talent to match up. And Michigan's just different this year, man. They've, yeah. they've, they've had an amazing year. Bill, though you're a Big Ten guy, you are also a national guy. And I want to get your perspective on this as we let you go on the local front. Ken and I, we're on opposite sides of an argument here. Brian Ferentz, if he returns for another year as offensive coordinator after having the 130th ranked offense this season, what's the national narrative? What is the national narrative if, if that plays out in that fashion? Kirk brings back his boy for another year as offensive coordinator. I think it's going to happen. So I think the narrative is the better work with, with Cade McNamara and mm-hmm. Eric All, a tremendously talented tight mm-hmm. end, and they've got to show progress because – you have a seven-win team. You have other programs in the, the division that are evolving, Wisconsin and uh, Nebraska, namely, mm-hmm. with new coaches. So is Iowa going to fall behind those two programs? I think those are the measuring stick games for me. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, where's Jim Leonard going to end up? Did he take another job? It looked like for a while he was going to stay and then thought better of it or whatever happened. Where did, Is he landed anywhere, Bill? Not to my knowledge. Yep. We'll see if he pops up, whether it's in the NFL game or back in the college game. Indeed. Bill Bender, Merry Christmas to you and yours, Bill. Thank you for popping on. Appreciate it.
Hey, Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks so much. Thank Take you. Care. Bill Bender from uh, the Sporting News. I, I didn't realize that they still had a big influence or a big part in, in naming the All-Americans the Sporting News. Yeah, huge, huge component there since 1942. Yeah, it was... It was huge, the sporting. Remember Sport Magazine? I do. That do was remember? the first one that I ever received. My was first it? ever Sport Magazine because A, it was cheap. Yeah. Didn't have a whole lot of disposable <laughs> right. income around the house. I wanted Sports Illustrated, and that was... Yeah, you couldn't afford it. Uh, whatever it was, you know, 40 bucks for the year, probably in the 80s, something like that. Well, here's this Sport Magazine because you got those little magazine offers in your elementary school to raise money. Yeah. That's oh, eight bucks for the year. That That's was, the one you get, Trent. That was on the other side of the 10 CDs for 99 cents. Or, <laughs> Columbia House. Or, or is that what, was oh, it yeah. CDs or was it, it was, albums? Well, it was probably albums. To start. For me, it was cassette tapes. That was, oh, was it? That's how I got hooked. <laughs> so you, you bought in? I was 12 years old, of course. And it was an actually legitimate thing? No. Well, I mean, legitimate, yes, you'd get all the cassette tapes. Yeah. But then... You couldn't stop them from coming? Right. Because they'd send it. And if you didn't send it back within a certain amount of days, you got charged full price. So all of a sudden, it's 20 bucks. And (laughs) you didn't get it back in the mail in time. Well, I couldn't get to the mail. I didn't take my bike, I guess. school. Right. It, It just... What... An absolute disaster that thing was. Mm. And I know uh, youth of my generation were not alone. They got duped by Columbia House. What uh, a racket. What was, who was the, was there a main writer in Sport Magazine that you can remember? Was there an author? Was I, it, I mean, Rick Riley was the back page of Sports Illustrated yes. for every, for, for years, right? And that was Frank DeFord at SI. Frank I remember DeFord, yep. His profile pieces were just incredible. Yep. And got a little older, started to get Sports Illustrated after Sport went away. Yeah, you got a job. And yes, yeah. that. And it was sent to my dad's. So I went to my dad's every Sunday as my parents were divorced. So every Sunday, and I would get there, and I'd have the Sunday newspaper, Mm. the big peach, Mm -hmm. and then I'd have my Sports Illustrated that I hadn't dug into yet, and I would just sit there and read and read and watch sport. Oh, it was glorious. Did you get inside sports? No. We did in Canada. That was ours, inside sports. Was that a Canadian property? I don't think so. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I don't know how long it lasted, but inside... I don't. I, I don't. I remember I subscribed to Inside Sports for a couple of years. Magazines. I mean, it was such a great. Oh, it was phenomenal. Well, there was no internet. Right. Exactly. So you're just looking for something, right? right? Information and a different way to do it. You know, I look at Sports Illustrated today. They have writers that I really enjoy. They're really good too. Pat we Forty's had, terrific. We had Connor Orr on it last. It was week. fantastic. Is that model sustainable? You know, we see The Athletic, and now bought by The New York Times, and the sustainability of models like that in today's day and age. I just, I don't know the particulars behind it. It's got to be such a scary, scary thought. There's no doubt. I mean, our our buddy um, John O'Rand from Sports Business Journal, did you see his 10 predictions for 2023? Did you read that piece? I have the tab. I got through like the first four, actually. Do you, right do you have it handy? I do, yes. Let's go, let's go through them because, okay. because he's he, I, the one that got my attention, he believes that there's going to be major, major heads rolling in sports media. His first, Amazon wins Sunday ticket bid. Uh, who, who else is in it? Apple is out. Uh, yes. And there aren't a whole lot of suitors out there. So DirecTV is for sure gone. They're not going to last second. It's going to stay as it was. Right. Now, they're going to partner, I believe, with DirecTV and continue for the bar businesses, as they're doing right now with Thursday Night Football. That's a component. But in the here and now, it looks like it's not that much of a prediction because it doesn't sound like there's any other suitors So if I have Amazon, which I do for Mm -hmm. the Thursday Night Games... You're good. But I'm going to have to pay uh, more freight. One thing, they don't want the price like 
Because I'm paying over three hundred bucks, am I not? Like, right? Isn't it three hundred? It's probably more north of that now for the ticket. One thing that the CBSs, the Fox, those affiliates across the nation that they do not want is for the price point to drop down very low, because they say, you know, we have this industry, so it's probably going to stay. One thing I've heard from Oran and others, it's going to stay probably around that three hundred dollar price point. My question is, I'm such a red zone fan. Oh. Is that a standalone where I can just buy that? On DTV? Or no. Or do you have to do it on Amazon? On Amazon. Just so have Red that. Zone is going with, with, with the Sunday ticket. Right. Gotcha. And if there's going to be a standalone feature of that and I can buy it for 100 bucks for the year, that I think be that'd good. be enough for me. Yeah. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. What's, what else is on that list? Uh, ESPN and Turner exclusive NBA window lapses. Eh, not real care. big for us, yeah. Nope. NASCAR, no. Nope. Uh, ESPN Fox share expanded college football playoff rights. He says as it goes to 4-12, to 12, look for ESPN and Fox to share early round college football playoff games for those two years. Lots of companies then going forward. Amazon, Warner Brothers, Discovery Sports among them waiting in the wings. Discovery Sports? That is Turner TNT. Okay, that group gotcha. uh, that's involved in what we got True TV, you know mm-hmm. that, that group yep. that does the NCAA tournament. Amazon gets Pac-12 rights. Boys, you know what? The, the, what my takeaway so far in your conversation is <laughs> is you're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of internet TV. Google Fiber. You've been telling me for two years you're going to be in my house. Get there tomorrow. You have to. Oh man, need to get that done. I because my internet with Century Link sucks. We're in like a dead zone, something like that. Just goes out. Can't get more than five megs. Google Fiber, they're there. Well, um, get, get to my neighborhood, please. Thursday night football is still it's still choppy for me. Uh, same thing, exact same thing. Need to get that good internet. Uh, UFC now. Live golf cuts a U.S. broadcast deal. Broadcast, so not on uh, on an Amazon. What? Who? Who's he speculating? Is that going to be with Fox, despite rumors? Live Golf will make a deal. Again, this is prediction yep. from John O'Reilly. Yep. We'll make a deal with the CW Network. Oh, God. Owned by Nexstar. So that's Channel 23, right? It is, yeah. yeah. Live will not receive a rights fee, but will handle the bulk of the ad sales. Which is kind of like what the NHL did with NBC. Yes, that was a big component. We're seeing MLS uh-huh. doing that right now with their Apple deal. I believe that it is. Netflix does not get into sports. DirecTV does renew with Sinclair's RSN. That's big for us. Yep. On our baseball if we want to watch baseball. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, finally, his last prediction. Tom Brady will not be in the Fox booth in 2023. See, what, what was I reading? Because I thought that he predicted there were, that sports media was going to, there was going to be significant uh, cuts employee-wise in, in sports media. Not listed well, on Maybe it wasn't Oran. Yeah. Could have been a different one or a different article, too. Well, maybe but. it was a nightmare. Another round of prediction. One of my favorite articles of the year. I do. I look forward to it as well. All right. We'll take a time out. Frank Schwab will join us next. Uh, NFL conversation coming up when we come back. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Love this holiday season. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit fullerdental.net or call 515-266-3437. 266 37 to schedule your appointment at Fuller Family Dental. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry located near Grandview Golf Course in Des Moines and a new location in Altoona of Des Moines. Telememory sent you. Alright, just past 12.30. Welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Phenomenal week number 
Uh, what, 15 in the NFL concluded last night. The Packers, I guess, still alive. Have to win out, <laughs> but uh, we shall see. Let's talk NFL with our friend Frank Schwab from YahooSports.com. Frank, it started on Thursday with the Brock Purdy uh, experience <laughs> going to another level. Uh, Trent just told me during the break that uh, Brock Purdy merchandise is flying off the yes. shelves uh, in, in, uh, in advance of Christmas Day. It got better on Saturday with the Vikings. We saw what happened in Las Vegas and ended with an egregious miscall call in the end zone on Sunday night. What a weekend, Frank Schwab. How are you? Happy holidays to you. Doing great. And, you know, I mean, it, I, I guess we're five. I think I, I did wrote a post on this. Five walk-off winners in week 15 in the NFL. And the Chargers won with four seconds left. So basically six walk-off winners. Um, and we didn't even get to the other sports. I, I mean, World Cup final was yeah. one of the greatest sporting events of all time. Amazing. I, I think it's, it's on a short list. And Nikola Jokic... Uh, I mean, he puts up a, a line of 40 points, 27 rebounds, 10 assists, first time since 1968 this is done. Only third player in NBA history has done it, and nobody notices because everything <laughs> right. else in the sporting world is going crazy. So, uh, really, it's just a really, really uh, fun fun weekend of sports. I, I, don't, I don't know the list, but Wilt has to be one of the other two, correct? I would think. Uh, Wilt, yes, Wilt, and Wilt did it four times, and Elgin Baylor did it once. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Pretty good list. Yeah, I'll say. So that's kind of, but by the way, that's kind of crazy. All these Wilt, like, I mean, I wasn't alive during Wilt. I don't think you guys were. But all the like records he has set is just crazy to think that a forty twenty five ten line has been done before Jokic on Sunday was done five times in NBA history and wilted at four of the five. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's just this kind of Paul Bunyan-esque uh, life that Will Chamberlain led. Well, the Paul Bunyan team this year has been the Philadelphia Eagles as they mm-hmm. sit at thirteen and one. Jalen Hurts not looking good for him playing this week. Obviously, his health paramount for them making a run in the NFC playoffs into the Super Bowl. They get Dallas this week. In the grand scheme of things, the game really doesn't matter. I mean, the Dallas would have to win out. They'd have to lose out for Dallas to even to catch them in the standings here. This hurts injury. What are you hearing? How long is this going to be? And I'm also talking to the fantasy players out there that probably need them for their playoff and matchup. the MVP sports betters. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, this, this affects everything. Uh, it, look, if I'm the Eagles... And he has even a slight, really, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say slight. If he has a, an injury that he could play through, I'm like, no, no chance. You're up three games in the division with three to go. You're in really no danger of losing the number one seed either. I, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd have to lose out, and the Vikings would have to win out, I believe. So sit him. And that's the thing. Like, I, it was so funny when, you know, Garoppolo went down and people were like, oh, the Eagles should trade. Gardner Minshew to the 49ers and get a draft pick. It's like, no, no, Gardner Minshew's really good. There's a reason that guy's on that team. Uh, if Jalen Hurts goes down, they're totally fine. And I believe that. I think Gardner Minshew's one of the top 20-ish quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL, 25. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, he goes in there, and I don't think that they're drawing dead. I think that he can function in that offense. He can, he can play well. I think he might be the best backup in football. I, I think it's, it's at least in the argument. So I think he's going to be fine. I think you play him for – at least one week, probably two. Week 18, I, if I'm the Eagles and I think Hurts is totally fine, I put him out there, I say, you're not running. You, If you even think about running, we're yanking you from this game. But go out, get a few series, so you're not off for five weeks. If if Jalen Hurts doesn't play until their first playoff game, assuming they get the number one seed, it'll be five weeks between games. I mean, four weeks, basically four weeks off, and then you count, you know, 35 days between games. So... I'd play him a little bit in Week 18, but yeah, I, 
If you have him in fantasy, I, I don't know what to tell you. Hopefully <laughs> Daniel Jones or something's out there. But I, I will say this for the betters, you, you mentioned that. Let that line get above seven and take the Eagles this week. Because Hurts is great. Don't get me wrong. I, I think Hurts has had a tremendous year. But if you just think, oh, the Eagles are screwed without Hurts, well, it, Gardner Minshew is a pretty good quarterback himself. I agree with you. What did the Vikings come back do, if anything, as far as perception of this team that yeah, the biggest fraud in the history of the NFL with the record that they have. Did that change anybody's opinion? Not that it matters in the grand scheme of things, but do we look at the Vikings differently now? It's crazy. Uh, I, I don't think you do, but I'll also say, like, there's, look, all the I'm an analytics guy, too, so I'm not trying to be that guy. But for all the analytics in the world, there is something to be said in professional football about we could pull off close games. We know how to win these games. We... Even you know, I mean, I mean, it's very, very obviously extreme to to be like we can come down from thirty-three zip to win, but there's something to be said for it. And I think the one thing that's not going to happen, but it should, is people. All these people, like the funniest thing to me right now is you'll see me do this on Twitter. By the way, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll do this once in a while where I'll just be like, you know what, Kirk Cousins doesn't completely suck, and people lose their minds. They're like, no, he's the worst quarterback in the world. What are you talking about? They've gotten so lucky to win every game. Every single team they faced is choked. He didn't do anything. It's like, at some point, you got to give Kirk Cousins some credit here. He threw for 460 yards and four touchdowns in the greatest comeback of all time. He's had seven comebacks this year. I think if any perception should change, it's with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Kirk Cousins isn't great. He's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's perfectly capable of leading this team to wins. I, I still don't believe in the Vikings as a Super Bowl contender, but... Look, they're eleven and three, right? Like, whatever. Like, you're eleven and three in the NFL. That's not easy to do. And there, there's again something to be said for every time you're in a close game, you find a way to win it. And they have found a way to do that week in and week out, seemingly every single time. Let's say in that division, and the Detroit Lions. How mm. scary is this team for say it is Minnesota in the opening round? If they get in, do you really buy that this is a team that not only can get into the playoffs but can win a game or two? I mean, yeah, at some point, they weren't the best team over the first half of the season, for sure. But right now, mm-hmm. uh, why not? I mean, you look back, at, and I'll give Charles Robinson, my colleague, a Yahoo credit. He brought it up on the podcast. He's like, because I brought up the 1-6 start. I'm like, Dan Campbell's not your coach of the year. They had a 1-6 start. And he's like, wait a second. Let's go through these six losses. And you start to go through them, and they're losing to the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Seahawks, who at the time were very good. All these teams who... At the time, we thought, well, they're not very good. But you look now, and you're like, well, these are all reasonable losses. The Bills were their only loss since then, that 1-6 start, who obviously Bills could win the Super Bowl this year. So you start looking at the Lions, and it's like, well, all their losses really weren't that bad. They've now won, I think, was it, 6-7, 5-6, five, five whatever it is, you know, that streak they're on. They've looked great. The defense is playing much, much better. Offense is really good. I would want to play face them. Let's put it that way. I, if I'm... You know, if I'm trying to angle myself in the playoffs, if I'm one of those division winners, A, I'm hoping the Lions don't make it at all because I'd much, much rather face the Seahawks right now right. or the commanders of the Giants. And if I do, I'm trying to avoid the Lions. I think they're easily the most dangerous wildcard team right now other than the Cowboys just because they're playing so well. Yeah, I think it's legit. I, I think they're for real. I mean, you go you go and look at the teams. they Jacksonville, great example. Jacksonville's been playing awesome. Their last four games, look at that. They're fantastic. The one game they played terribly – 
They got blown out 40-14 to 14 by the Detroit yep. Lions. Well, that probably doesn't say much about the Jaguars. It probably says a lot about the Lions, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on Dan Campbell. I think he should get votes for coach. But isn't it Sirianni's got it locked up? I don't know. I mean, there's... There, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I, I, coach of the Year is weird, of course. Like, well, I don't even know what people look at for Coach of the Year anymore. I think Sirianni's got a great argument for it, and I, I, I probably would vote for him. I think Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell, yep, too. yep. Well, whatever. I'm not. We can't put analytics in the Coach of the Year. Whatever. You're 11 and three with a team that has a first year head coach. Kevin O'Connell deserves a lot of credit there. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple. I, I mean, I, I still think that Brian Dable deserves a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. That roster is yep. really thin, and they're going to the playoffs. Pete Carroll, if they make the playoffs, yeah. I, my only trip up with Campbell is you can't just give him credit for the comeback. They, they were one and six at one point. Like I mean, he was the coach, but yeah, I, I think that he's done. A, I think he's done a fantastic job. Look, I remember being on Michigan radio. You like when they were one and six, saying, "I think Dan Campbell's getting fired. I think that he's not surviving this because they're going to go two and fifteen, and he can't survive that." Well, obviously that that's changed on its head, and they got the right guy. He, I really like him. I really like him as a leader. We were talking a little earlier about your home state team, the Green Bay Packers. To get to the playoffs right now, this was FanDuel had it at plus 880 to make the playoffs. Obviously, they got to win out. They still got to get a little bit of help. But with your gambling and your analytic mind at plus 880, well, I already fired at it. Good bet, bad bet, where are you at? I don't mind it. I mean, the odds are about right. I. They're going to have to win out. I, yes. I think we all know that. But then I said they looked better last night. The fourth quarter was sloppy, but whatever. They knew they had won that game. The big key is this week. If they can get over the hump this week and beat Miami in Miami on Christmas Day, then, well, okay, you got two good teams coming to, to Green Bay after that, but they're at home. I think Aaron Rodgers said it after the game. He's like, well, yeah, we're, we're playing three good teams, but two of them are at home. It's going to be cold, and nobody – Minnesota's not going to have a ton to play for at that point, and they're the toughest team. The Lions will have a lot to play for. I think that's Week 18. But if they can just get over the, the Dolphins, the problem is – even if they win out, if you know the the New York Times as a playoff scenario generator, I was playing with it. Even if they win out, they're about a I think a seventy four percent chance to make the playoffs. They would still need help, but eighty plus eight eighty, sure, I can I can see the path at least. That's another team, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, they stunk for the first half of the year, but another team you'd much rather face the Washington Commanders and the Green Bay Packers. I'll tell you that. Like, this would be a team that. Could they get in and, and make some waves and be dangerous in the playoffs? Yeah, they could. I mean, I, 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 we're starting to see them come alive a little bit at least. Saturday night, Bills in Miami was a very entertaining football game. I came away more impressed because I didn't think Miami had a chance. I, I just didn't. I thought I was expecting snow yeah. and Miami got him in Miami and the Bills were going to even the score and dot, dot, dot. Um, Dolphins opened my eyes a little bit, Frank Schwab. I agree. I, I totally agree with you. I think that uh, there's very few games late in season where you're like, that's a moral victory. We're good. And I think if you're the Dolphins, you played terribly in California. Those two games against the 49ers and Chargers, they were awful. You come out, your offense looks good. Tua plays well. It's snowing. It, it, usually Miami teams wilt in the snow or Tampa or whatever, Florida teams. They played really tough. They lost last second to maybe the best team of football. Yeah, I think Dolphins are just fine. They come out of that game say, yeah, we lost, but we're still in good shape in the playoff race because everybody else lost around us except the Chargers. We're going to be fine. We're going to make the playoffs, and now we know. Like That was just a slump. It was just two bad games. Mike McDaniel made the adjustments. We're good to go moving forward. I, yeah, I think the Dolphins come out of that game feeling pretty good. 
Uh, last thing for you. Uh, I have to get it in. Trent will roll his eyes. I'm sticking by it. I think the Chargers are getting into the playoffs, and I think that they're a threat, Frank. I do. They've got Herbert's Ooh. unbelievable. Mike Williams is, uh, is, 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 I mean, just his size and, and him being back. Derwin James going to get healthy. Bosa's going to come back. I get Staley makes you scratch your head at times. I'm on this Chargers team. Am I wrong? It's a tough road for them. I'll, t- I'll say that. But if they're perfectly healthy, let's say they, Get to wild card weekend, and like you said, Bosa's back. Derwin's healthy. The receivers who are very fragile make it through the year. Eckler's fine. I can at least see it. I guess I I've been burned so many times by the Chargers <laughs> team. I've done it so many times. Yeah. So many times where I talk myself into, wow, look at the roster, look at the talent, and they <laughs> just lay an egg. And I mean, not like they blew the doors off the Titans at home on Sunday. Yeah. So I it's a stretch. I'm going to say that, but. Uh, look, I can at least see it. I'd rather have the look if if we're like picking playoff teams, like a yeah. lottery or whatever. I'd much rather have the Chargers than say the Titans. Yeah, I'd much too. rather have them than like the Giants or Commanders or Seahawks. Like the Chargers, there's at least one of those they can get on a roll if they get the right uh, kind of get the right uh, matchups in the playoffs. They can win a couple games and maybe be the Bengals. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to. Well, I already did bet on it back in like May, but. I, I'm probably going to bet on the Chargers to win the AFC, but at least I, I understand where you're coming from. Gonzaga and men's basketball, the Chargers and the NFL, I just can't help myself. Yeah, every year. every year. Uh, happy holidays, Frank. Thanks for doing this. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Have a wonderful uh, holiday, and we'll talk to you in uh, in 23. Thank you, Frank. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com as we check in on the NFL. And also does a lot of gambling work over there. Yeah, Love does. his articles on that. Speaking mm-hmm. of gambling, my Circa Picks next. We got a nine-pack coming up today. Well, that's why you wanted to get to break. You need extra time. We'll do that next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Online, fullerdental.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Two minutes, nine picks, go. All right. Kick things off. In fact, it's tipping off in eight minutes. you got to get it to it right away. Texas A&M at home for Wofford. Grab Wofford, the Terriers, grab the 15. Do have a bull play, 230. You know it's an automatic play for me. Chris Creighton, no, Eastern again. Michigan. No. Oh, boy. What's your Chris Creighton record? Oh, God, that would be a fun one. I, I wish that you could kind of go yeah. through and just find individual teams because I bet on them a lot. Plus four and a half this afternoon against San Jose State in the Potato Bowl. I got Drake. Now, I got him last night at six and a half. Mm-hmm. It's down to five. So, buyer beware, but I do like the doggies in this matchup against Mississippi State. And that is going to be a weird environment here this afternoon. Uh, jump back into some more college basketball. We got Wagner. We're going to lay it with the Seahawks. Minus seven and a half. Wake Forest at home for Duke. Give me Forbes, the lone treed Iowa native. Plus eight against the Dukies. Providence, they're a pick them against Marquette. I like the Friars in that matchup. Good one tonight. The only ranked matchup in college basketball. UVA at Miami. 
I'm going to take UVA. Great defensive team there. What channel is that on? Do you know? That is an ACC network, 611 okay. on your direct TV, or 612 on direct TV. Yeah, because 611 is uh, SEC. We're going to fade your zags tonight. Give me Montana. I love the Grizzlies plus 24, and we wrap it up. Utah Valley State getting 13 mm. at Oregon. We are diving deep into college basketball here this evening. It is the time of year, is it not? Iowa State has just got a uh, kid from the portal, linebacker that was at Missouri last year. Zach Lovett is his name, and he's got four years left to play, apparently. Signing day tomorrow. Caden Proctor will make his official right? 845. Iowa basketball also has moved. We talked about Iowa State earlier. Mm -hmm. Iowa women's game at noon tomorrow, 2.30 for the men. Kirk was supposed to talk to the media at 2.30 tomorrow. Keyword supposed to. What are they going to do? Move it up? Move it back? Hopefully for us. Well, we'll see how they handle it. Murph and Andy, they'll be here next. In fact, top of the hour, Murph and Andy. KXNO Drive, Heather and Sean at 3. Have a great day. 106.3 KXNO.